think he made like a second song. Yeah, he made like a second song after, bro, called Entanglement, bro. That this shit's man just is so petty, though. That man is funny, bro. Hey, shut <laughs> All right. Welcome to another amazing episode of A Dose of Reality. Yes, sir. Your boy, Kid Iso, is in this bitch. Um, I have my talented and deep-voiced co-host, Mr. Blake Still. What's going on, y'all? Um, Aiden's in this bitch right now. Obviously, behind the camera, the ever-talented Mr. G-Money G-Note. Uh, shout out Northside Plug. Shout out Northside Plug. So, buddy, how's your week been? How's everything been? We've had a couple of crazy, the last two weeks have been interviews, so kind of get into that. How has... How has that been for you? Well, I mean, interviews went great. Uh, our homie Absolutely. Tr Trucker Mike uh, did an amazing job. Shout out Trucker Mike. Shout out Trucker Mike. And, uh, of course, our uh, our infamous uh, G Money G Note obviously, obviously did an amazing job. That Absolutely. was, uh, that was uh, an amazing interview. Amazing, um, yeah. It was done uh, very well. And uh, not only that, it was just, it was, it was just so natural. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It, um, <clears throat> it moved consistently. Um, other than the interviews, it's been a kind of a slow week. Okay. Not uh, necessarily too eventful, besides okay. what we'll uh, be getting into today. Okay. Okay. Something that did happen today, though. All right. Tell me what's happened. So, obviously, I went to go get my hair cut today. Okay. And, nice, uh, nice cut, by the way. Appreciate it, man. I know you really can't see it under the headphones, but, you know. Yeah. So... I'm over at Great Clips, bro. You know, okay. just the regular white hair, bro. Right. You know, and I had some shorty cut my hair, and uh, she was very nice. And I'm not, uh, you know, taken away from that. But um, it was strange, man. I, I sit down, and um, I thought it was gonna be one of those haircuts that we just didn't say anything to each other. Got you. Besides, like, what do you want? Yeah, do you want it like this? Okay. But it wasn't like that at all. <laughs> Not at all. I think Shorty took like maybe a minute, two minutes before she said something. And you know, I could have asked her like, how's your day going? But it's nine in the morning. They just opened. You know what I mean? So it's like, I know how your day's going. It's about to get flooded, you know? And uh, it's a Sunday. So she asked me, She's like, she doesn't even ask me. She's like, so yeah, I have my, uh, my son getting dropped off here. Um in a couple hours saying like how long her day's going to be or whatever the situation is. And I'm like, Oh, that's cool. And she asked me what I was doing and I'm like, well, I'm recording for a podcast today. Right. And, um, she's like, yeah. So like, I'm going through like a really nasty divorce right now. And, uh, like my, uh, ex-husband is like a super big piece of shit. And, wow. uh, <laughs> and like just started railing in about her husband, about like, he, he only, Dude, like I said, I've learned so much about this guy. I don't even know who he is. Um, so I'm going to explain about it. Um, so apparently, you know, the situation is, is that like, you know, he's just a bad guy. He doesn't pay for the kid. You know, uh, her kid's going to be two this year. And um, on top of that, she she kind of like got me at like, you know, and oh, and, and he's like Polish and his, you know, his family swears a lot and stuff like that and that's where like it kind of like threw me back a second because you know i'm polish bro right you know what i mean so i'm thinking in my head i'm like damn man like people say this kind of shit about me you know what i mean like behind <laughs> my back like we're you at... know what's crazy he might he, he's probably a swell guy bro 
Probably, probably a stand-up guy. We probably dude. have a couple beers with the guy. He would be great, right. funny, have a great time. Right. And, and, and you only saw the perspective of like he's a piece of shit. Right. The one side. The one side. But I mean, I don't know. Like I was saying, man, it's it wasn't a terrible conversation. Obviously, I was being nice. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I was, you know, throwing her the mm-hmm's and right. I, you know, I get it and stuff like that. And, and I don't. Um, but <laughs> I just wanted to uh, get the, the haircut over with because I thought that that, you know, if she fucked my hair up, that was going to be an issue. Yeah. You know? Well, she did a good um, job. So well, I appreciate shout out, it. Shout out uh, Blake's barber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not, not my barber specifically, but Great Clips. Okay. You know, Great Clips does oh, a good job. Oh, I got you. So yeah. you're one of those. So you don't have like one barber you go to that's just your barber? Mm, okay, so if I could go to somebody all the time, it would be... I, I don't even know the name of the place. Mm-hmm. It's in McHenry. Mm-hmm. It's right in downtown McHenry. Mm-hmm. And um, there's these two ladies that work there. And I'm going to get the name so we can plug it because they do an amazing job. Okay. There's only two people that work there. <clears throat> I think they're bringing a third person on. Um, very small time. You know, cheap haircuts. Um, but yeah, dude, they, they do an amazing job wow. if I chose to actually go through someone. Now it's Sunday. They probably don't open till noon or whatever the situation is. We have wait, things wait, to do. Wait, your bar, that's crazy. So it's a mom and pop barbershop that's open on Sundays. Is it open on Mondays too? Well, no, that's what I'm saying. They might not even be open. Okay. I've never, I never really get a haircut on Sunday. It's okay. not really, I get that's a haircut true. during the week. Usually, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Everybody's at a nine to five. So I just slide in, slide out. Gotcha. And, gotcha, uh, gotcha. Yeah, man. So I'm saying it's like, it, it's one of those things, man. I just, I, I bit the bullet, went to Great Clips, uh, clearly had a, a interesting conversation. Mm. And um, yeah, man. So that's, I just, just to get into the barber thing for a second, that is insane that you don't have one specific barber that you go to every time. Like, oh, I know you do. I definitely. Have, shout out Dominique, amazing barber. She gets me right every time. I mean, I go in there looking terrible and I come out looking like a king. So uh, shout out Dominique at uh, Fat Fades on uh, on Western. That's fine. Uh, but honestly, no. Like I've been going to this young lady for I would say about since about 2018. One time by chance, I was in there and it was really packed and there was and I really needed a cut quick. And the guy who was supposed to cut my hair like booked double booked an appointment. He's like, oh, I can get you in. I'm like, right. I I need my haircut now. I gotta be put. I got places to be. And I was like, can you cut my hair real quick? She was like, yeah. Did an amazing job. And ever since then, like, I was in a whole nother state. And I would not get a haircut until I came to Chicago and she could cut my hair. Like, well, I get it, bro. Because you're taking the train down to uh, go get your haircut. Even though you know clearly that there's other barbershops in the area. So yeah. No, definitely. So it's just... I mean, and that's been my barber, like I said, for a few years now. And I think it's the culture, different... though, bro. It's the culture, man. Yeah, it's different cultures, true. bro, because I'm sure you've been doing that since you were a shorty, man. Yeah. I have been going to Great Clips since I was a shorty. <laughs> you know what I mean? They open up sports clips. I'm like, should I get a massage while I'm doing it, too? You know oh, what I mean? Wow. Well, no, yeah, there's a, uh, So when I was a shorty, actually, there was a um, barbershop downtown Evanston, like right across the street from Evanston Town. Well, it's not downtown Evanston. It's right across the street from Evanston Township. And my dad used to always take me there, and this old dude used to, like, you know, always give me a haircut and everything. Uh, and apparently, like, he's really known in Evanston. I forgot dude's name. He passed away. R.I.P. him. Um, but we used to go every, like, two weeks on Saturday or whatever, and, like, my mom made sure I got a bald fade every fucking time. And that's why I grew out my hair as soon as I could. I remember that, fuck yeah. That ball fade. I remember that era. Oh, you remember? No yeah. fucking lining in the back and shit. Having yeah. me looking bogus as yeah. hell. 
OG was, mom, you petty for that. You petty for the ball fade every time. Super petty. It was the very uh, church-going style. Oh, bro, you know me, man. I do know you. I saw you in that one picture, too, with the purple suit. Wow. Yeah. With the ball fade. That's the ball fade. what we doing, cuz? I'm just saying. Nobody's seen the picture. I'm just, Everybody's I'm, seen the picture. Well, now, yeah, we're talking about it. Well, so. You know what? We might have to throw the picture We might up. have to throw the picture oh, up. Yeah. God, it's, it's bad. Right at the end. So if you guys uh, tune in till the end, you will see, uh, you will see ball fade picture. Aaron. Uh, with the purple suit. He's swimming in the purple suit. Huge suit. Yo, like on Easter. And the, you know what the fucked up part about that picture is? I dead ass picked out that suit, bro. I thought that shit was fire when I was a shorty. I picked that shit up. Why was it out. so big, though? I have no clue, bro. I was Why a did skinny you... dude. No, no, no. But I'm saying, like, that had to have been, like, a large to an extra large. So, dead ass, like, at church, bro, them, them suits, bro, like, that was the, the style. Motherfuckers be swimming in them bitches, bro. Like, when we were shorties, bro, you be swimming in a big ass... Bogus color ass suit, bro. But baggy was the style back in the day anyway. Because oh, now it's all tight fit clothes. Oh, bro, you got it, you know, super tight. Squeezing, jumping, jumping up and down to get in them bitches, bro. Yeah, but I mean, I don't like my pants super tight. Bro, though. I felt like, what did Drake say? She be jumping up and down. But yeah, no, um, my week has been good. Um, it's been a lot of uh, being out a little bit, even though the weather has been shit. Um, my dog's an asshole. She's a really smart asshole, too. Um, she licked the locks of her cage and got out of it and then tore up a whole bunch of paper towels. And I, I'm hearing all this. It's like two in the morning and I'm hearing like little, little feet. Yeah. You thought like the, the awakening was and happening. Like, you got spirits the in the hell? downstairs. And I'm just hearing, <laughs> and I'm like, this fucking dog, how the, how the hell is she out? I come downstairs. She's paper towels everywhere. She's having the time of her freaking life. You know, shaking her, shaking her tail, just, oh, wow, you're up now. Wow, we get to hang out, go outside. And I'm just looking at her like, bro, you make a mess every single time. So, uh, don't have, don't have puppies. Don't get puppies. I actually do get puppies, but make sure you, like, train them from young. Because seriously, like, my puppy is so bad. She's an asshole, but I mean, I love her, even though like I hate her at the same time. I, I do love her. She's, she's an amazing dog. She's really cute and um, she's an asshole and super smart. You know what that means, man? What? You just have to train her. <laughs> we have this discussion all the time, you God know, damn. and throw a carabiner on the, uh, on the cage if she's getting out with her tongue. So there we go. That's uh, that's the the simplified act of that. Just to kind of wrap up um, the barbershop story, well, the the great clip story. You know, it was um, a semi pleasurable experience. I had a uh, good haircut come out of it, and uh, yeah, man, I will probably never go back. <laughs> well, I have something to say. Today's the Grammys, I believe, right? I, I believe today. You would know better than I, sir. So today's the Grammys. So I would like to say on behalf of Adosa Reality. On and, and of 625 Tribe and Kid Iso. Fuck the Grammys. Fuck the Oscars. And fuck the Academy Awards. Um, and that's just how I feel about it. Really, I think... Um, and this is just, you know, the transition. I think uh, that they fuck people over when they want to. They decide who gets to be nominated no matter how good their music is, how good their, their movies is, how good their art is as a whole. And, I mean... <sighs> God damn, Kendrick dropped an album one year, and I think it was Good Kid, Mad City. 
And yeah, I'm almost positive that's what it was. Kanye dropped an album. Drake dropped an album. Jay Z dropped a fucking album, and they gave Best Hip Hop Award to fucking Macklemore. Yeah, didn't f- uh, Macklemore even kind of like DM or like yeah, bring he Kendrick to the Kendrick side and was, and like, yeah. was just like, yeah, they should they they fucked you, but like, what? You 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 gave it to, to freaking Macklemore? That's crazy. And I think that was nothing was the same too. So it was a great Drake album. A fucking historic Kendrick album, probably, if we're being honest, right? Think about the last 10 or so years, because that came out about 10 years ago, maybe a little longer. But if you think about that span, that is probably the number one rap album that has came out since then. Like, if I if I have to go by ranking them, I'm not putting anything over Good Kid, Mad City. And so they freaking gave Macklemore a Grammy over that. Last year... The Weeknd has one of the biggest albums, one of the biggest songs with Blinding Lights. He gets no nominations. Well, because he did the Super Bowl, right? Because he did the Super Bowl. It was a choice. What the fuck you mean it's a choice? What the fuck does the Super Bowl have to do with the Academy, With I mean, with the Grammys? Yeah. Where does that even... Football, here, yeah. this is a, he's a doing a halftime performance, but we're not going to give him an award because fuck him. And we can't say the Grammys don't mean shit because they do. As much as I hate the Grammys, they mean something. When you say I'm a Grammy nominated, I'm a Grammy Grammy winning artist, that means something to your career. There's people who live off that. Right. Joe no, Budden lives off of I'm a Grammy nominated for Pump It Up. Like that's what he that's his claim to fame as a rapper. Now he's a good rapper and he had a bunch of underground stuff, but when they talk about they say Grammy nominated Joe Budden, like Grammy winning, uh award winning Lil Wayne, like they don't say BET award winning. Like, I mean, I'm sure he won a bunch of BET awards. They don't say, oh, MTV awards. They don't say that shit. So it matters. And it's like, how are you guys not going to do your correct research and give the the, the, um, the prizes to the people who actually deserve it, the awards to the people who deserve it? Well, that, it's definitely a uh, a social award in a sense because... Absolutely. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to push and further <clears throat> your career. But at the same time, I mean, I'm not even going to go politic wise but i mean at the same time it's like somebody is controlling this you well, know what it, i mean it's you, not there's a bunch of voters yeah and, and not only that i mean it's not like people are, i mean people aren't actually like everybody's not actually voting for the people that are winning absolutely it, it comes down to classification it comes down to i mean i would think you know well, I mean? it comes it, down to not performance but how that uh you know, actor like or comedian. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. How much they're socially liked or loved in the public eye at the time. Right. Because it is voters, but it's like a specific amount of like people who are supposed to be aficionados or whatever. Right. About music or about the movies or, or about the TV shows. And so they're the ones who vote for it. But it's like, it's probably a whole bunch of old people who just like, oh, I don't know these people. So I'm just not going to vote. I'm going to vote for who I know. And it's like. Or if something happened, like, drastic in that right, time. Right, right, Then right. obviously they're, yes, in the public eye, but for a negative way. Right. You know what I mean? So, Kanye, right? Kanye probably, well, he may win. But he's banned. He can't come to the Grammys. Wasn't there a uh, a video of him uh, pissing on his Oh, Grammy? yeah. he's He definitely has a, uh, <laughs> he has a video of him pissing on a Grammy. He has so freaking many. I'm sure it doesn't really matter, though. Like, that man has won so many Grammys. It's crazy. Um, I, you know what? You know, I didn't know that. Um, you know that song, "You Don't Know My Name" by uh, by Alicia Keys. Yeah, he produced that shit. I did not know that. I didn't know that either. I was actually a doing a little. Okay. I was doing a little research for it, 
And he won a Grammy for this shit. Because she won a Grammy for that song. And I was like, what the hell? Kanye did that? Again, you know, greatness. Shout out Kanye. Yeah, great shout man. out Kanye. Uh, great artist. But yeah, no, I just think it's kind of bullshit with the whole... With all this Grammy stuff. And it's like, certain people will like make certain albums that they know are more that that the grammy voters will look favorably on right so like for example when uh chance the rapper came out with uh so when he came out with coloring book you could tell by the way and it's not a hating or anything or even knocking him but you could tell by the way he put together the album that it was an album he was trying to get heard by the grammy uh listeners so that they could um so that they could he could get a, a good vote and i don't know if he won but I believe he won, and he and because again the way he put together the album and it was a great album. It was good. It had a lot of songs, but you could tell by the way like the hits, the kind of uppity music it was. It was very positive. Not saying that that's not him and that it wasn't from the heart, but that was just the way the, the album was set up. It was an album that he was like, okay, they're gonna have to respect me at the Grammys for this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, and definitely. Sometimes you have to play that game if that's what you want. You know what I mean? And it's just fucked up. It's like um, when when uh, when Tyler won the album uh, album of the year. He didn't. Even, it was that that album wasn't a rap album. It wasn't rap really at all. But he won it because it was aesthetically pleasing and it was like very up like upbeat music type. And like those are the type of albums that I feel like are always favorably voted on, especially for like the hip hop genre. So it's just I don't know I th feel like it's sometimes it's a big ass conspiracy um, to just put people on that they want to put on and shit and it and I mean like Summer Walker not getting nominated for a fucking R and B uh, album of the year is crazy the weekend after la like that shit blows my mind Blinding Lights was literally on every single commercial on like everybody used that song NFL NBA everybody he was on top with that song that was probably his biggest song and that album had a whole bunch of other hits on it it was a good album how the fuck do you not get a nomination at least he doesn't have to win it even though he probably should have won it how do you not get a nomination and freaking i'm not hating on justin bieber because the last album it was a decent album but there's no way it should have been over dominated over the fucking weekend yeah but what it's coming down to is that you got a bunch of old school people or old people and or both doing these votes, tallying this up, seeing who's in the public eye at the time or who they favor in the public eye at the time. And same thing with transitioning into the Oscars. Yep. It all it all plays a part. It does. Like, um, who was it that had just won? Uh, was it DiCaprio that hadn't won? No, it wasn't DiCaprio. I don't remember. For The Revenant. Yeah. It was, was it DiCaprio? DiCaprio? it was DiCaprio. It was DiCaprio. So I think that was his first, right? I think so. Yeah. How the fuck? <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, right, how yeah, does that it, make sense? Bro? It doesn't make sense because that's his uh, first for the Revenant. Yeah, which no, was a great movie, by the way. Great movie. Which great is crazy movie. because almost every and I, I really even can't think of a, a Leonardo DiCaprio uh, movie that was bad that he didn't play like just. Amazingly, great... and I mean even old school ones like Departed. Right, Departed, Departed was... was one of his best movies to me. I don't know. That definitely goes that in movie. further. I mean, I know it's uh it's a... Uh, it's a classic for me. It's a touchy movie, but I mean, Django Unchained. You okay. know what I mean? That, I mean, that the role that he played in that movie, it's I mean, crazy. even that scene where he broke that skull, he mm -hmm. really busted his hand, bro. Right. Like, 
he is 150% into what he's doing. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah, no, for that to be the first, um, for the first one, that's, that's pretty fucking ridiculous. It's stupid ridiculous. But I mean, this was gonna, this was gonna be a conversation. We knew this was coming. So since you brought up the Oscars, you want to talk about, uh, what happened at the Oscars last week? Yeah, we can go into it. Let's go into it, buddy. So obviously, uh, Will Smith smacked Chris Rock. That is the, uh, the ultimate, uh, diagnosis of the situation. Um, what happened was, is mm-hmm. that... For those who didn't see. Chris Rock, uh, made a joke about the, it's, uh, alopecia. Is that how you, uh, pronounce it? The alopecia yes. that, uh, Jada Pinkett, right? Is that mm-hmm. how you say Jada Pinkett, yeah. Pinkett, Pinkett. Pinkett. Yeah. Uh, pretty much just, you know, made a joke about it saying, love you guys, but, uh, can't wait to see the next G.I. Jane movie. Right. You know what I mean? And <laughs> which is funny. Um, oh, shit. To some regard. But at the same time, this is what it comes down to. No matter what kind of joke is made, mm-hmm. no matter who's making the joke, Absolutely. comedians are hired to promote the Oscars to make them likable. Because if it's not for the comedians, I mean, at this point, people are just winning awards. And other people are just sitting there salty that they didn't win. You know what I mean? Super salty. And not only that, over the years, Oscars have been tanking hard on viewers. Because it's boring. Yeah, exactly. So the comedians are the only things that keep it afloat. But putting that to the side, there should be no act of violence on not only a live performance, but in the sense of... This should have been handled in so many other different ways. Absolutely. I mean, at this point, you are, no matter what joke was made, no matter what, because, I mean, Will was laughing. Right. <laughs> There's clear clips <laughs> that Will was laughing at the joke. Until he saw his shorty. Until he saw Jada roll her eyes or whatever she did, which I don't know how many people roll their eyes at the Oscars. You know what I mean? I didn't right. think that that was uh, a deteriorating moment where it was, okay, now I'm going to result in going up and smacking somebody that I have no business hitting, first of all, because he's not going to fight me back. Right. And second of all, I mean, he almost just, I mean, he could have potentially just ruined his career. Right. You know what's, you know what really like for me, um, and that, that last point you said, somebody that wasn't going to fight back. And that's why like, truthfully, I feel a way about Will doing that. Because he smacked somebody he knew was going to be professional about the situation. Right. Absolutely. And, Let's keep it a bean, bro. Chris Rock is mad old, bro. Mad old. He's a legend. He's a like he's one of them guys, you know. If you really didn't like the joke, you're an adult, first of all. We're Address not children. Side. Exactly. You go up to man's and say, "Hey, buddy, like I ain't really rock with that. That wasn't cool. Like keep my my wife's name out your mouth." Boom. I have no issue with that. You go up there and smack smack dude but I ain't see him smacking August Alcina when Mans was making songs about cracking his wife. This man made a song about cracking your wife, and he was at you. You knew that the man was at your house. Like you, there's a video right. of you talking about. Yeah, I seen August around the house. So like, why you smack him? He was really disrespectful. That was really disrespectful to well, your you wife. Know, obviously, it was. Um... He came out with a video after what was the uh, the platform that he uh, was crying on about Jada cheating on him. 
Uh, I think it was. I think they had a. Like a I think it's on Facebook something. Yeah, red, red table. Red table. Red table. Yeah. Okay, my correction. Red table. Um, but I mean, and then he comes out later in a another video talking about. Oh. We're in an open relationship. I God. knew this was going on. But see, like, that's... Okay, here's the issue with me, right? And here's where I see the issue with that. And, like, we'll go back to the whole actual incident in a minute. But, like, my issue with, like, the whole, oh, we're in an open relationship and everything like that is that, like, even if you are, like, there's still a point where it's respect, right? Absolutely. So, like, if I'm in an open relationship with a shorty, right? I'm going to make sure that any girl I'm I'm hitting on the side knows that, like, yo, you got to keep this, like, chill. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to bring, you know, disrespect and, like, shame to to my lady. You know, I don't want to make her look dumb as hell. Right. And unfortunately, and maybe Jade, this wasn't Jada's intentions, but she made Will look bad. She made him look terrible. You like, can't you can't say that wasn't her intentions though. I don't know. I'm not the way speak. she addressed the situation, the way she talks about the situation. That I she's mean, she not was an fault. asshole for she's sure about fault. it. You can't you can't you can't even assume the fact that she wasn't trying to make him look bad. Yeah, I mean, she was definitely an asshole about it for sure. Because like, there ain't no way in hell I'm sitting here on national, like, basically national TV, and I know it wasn't on TV, right. but basically national TV, sitting here like. Oh yeah, like we had an entanglement. Like that's that's insane. And like trust me, I've cheated like a lot. Like I am pretty much I've been a documented cheater, okay? I'm gonna keep it a bean, right? One thing that like I tried to do, now it always didn't happen, but what I tried to do was like cheat with females who wasn't gonna say shit. So that at least at the end of the day, you know, I'm not up on fucking Facebook like your man was saying this, that, and the other. Like, you know, like motherfuckers had to catch me cheating. You know what I mean? So like, that's a whole. It's nother, just that's a whole nother. But story, no, what though. I'm trying to say is, it's like at least like if you're gonna do that, like have re- and you're in an open relationship, so it's not even cheating. So right. man's is cool. What's going on? Supposedly, Supposedly you're in an open open relationship. Just like tell man to hey like. We could do whatever, but keep your fucking mouth shut. And not only that, too, just to touch upon the fact that if they were in an open relationship, why is this the media's business? Absolutely. Why is this being brought out to the point where it's like now being dragged out to where Jada's saying something or making a comment on it that we had an entanglement with uh, with August and then on top of that, um, now Will's coming out on a different uh, interview type video crying about the situation and then... I just it just doesn't make any sense unless it's for publicity well, at this point. Honestly, they had to say something because the man went on. Not only did he go in an interview, but like I oh, said, oh yeah, he made August a song made about a it. Song. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you yeah. can't just let that be out in the streets. Like you gotta say something at that point because yeah. the man put it. I'm pretty sure that we could pull this song up right now, like because I think it's called Entanglement. Like because he made it. I think he made like a second song. Yeah, he made like a second song after, bro, called Entanglement, bro. That shit's just is, so petty, though. That man is funny, bro. Hey, shut <laughs> Yo, that man is hilarious. Yo, how petty do you have to be? Not only do you hit, but He's you He's not make even getting no bread off the situation either. Oh, probably not. I mean, you know what? He probably was best just stand 
you know, and making sure that was going to be cool, you know, staying in that little relationship. Like, right. He had, he had, he was with the Smiths. He was hitting Jada. Like, that's crazy. Like, Jada's kind of bad still. So I can't, I can't get mad at him for doing that. But damn, you made a song about it. Right. Damn, that's cold. Woo. <laughs> I, would ex- I would expect that from somebody else. But yikes, that's cold. Woo. Couldn't be me, man. But yeah, as, as a part of the black community, um, the real issue um, that I take with this whole thing is this like pedestal that Will Smith specifically, because we're going to talk specifics, Will Smith specifically is on in the black community. Like his whole thing is like wholesome, fun. I don't use profanity, blah, blah, blah. And I get that that's just a person that your persona for the cameras and shit. But like if that's your persona for the cameras and shit, why would you go out and make like an embarrassing moment like that you know for all of us because i'm gonna just say it like motherfuckers already feel a type of way about black people from jump like what is perpetuated gangs drugs selling drugs police you know um going to jail all that shit you know and i'm not saying that that that, that's true but that's just the reality of how a lot of america perceives us and then you go on uh uh, one of the biggest shows of the year and smack somebody another black person at that because obviously you weren't going to smack a white person they would have dragged your ass right the fuck out of there but you you smack another black person another person that is big in our culture and in our community for what for one moment you know what i mean and it's just it's a bad look because that that's how they think of all of us so now it's like well yeah kanye was banned from the um from the grammys good because, you know, we see what motherfuckers can do when they're upset about some shit. When they don't, you know. And it's just, it's such a bad look. And then to have him go up there and, you know, um, he said a line. And I guess he was like, um, when you're at your highest is like when the devil will like test you or something like that. And I was just like, <laughs> you, you got a lot of fucking nerve, dude. You got a lot of fucking nerve to go up there and act like you're some sort of victim like you fought through something motherfucker you just went up there and embarrassed not only yourself but the whole community by smacking somebody for a joke which you laughed at and another thing was like the whole will and jada relationship in the black community that's another thing that was put on a on a uh on a pedestal like jay cole had a line about them uh alicia keys had a line about will and jada that was something that people who were with another black person were striving to be like, oh, I want to, I want that Will and Jada love. You know, that was something that people said, and like this whole entanglement situation. And I guess they might have had an open relationship or whatever. But at the end of the day, dude looked bad. He got embarrassed. You put him out there, made him look dumb as hell, and all you had to say was, oh well, you know, we had an entanglement. You did some things that hurt me. So this is why I did it. And it's like, how is that what you're supposed to do in a relationship? Like, how is that the way we, we look at relationships? Is that really, like, I know for some people it's like, it gives them no hope. Like, damn, nobody can be happy. Which is not true because there's a lot of people who got married young, especially in the older days. And they stayed married and... You know, their life was almost incomplete when, when their partner passed away. 
I know my granny, she like, it's tough for her still uh, after um, our boy passed away. So, you know, it's it's just like, it's, it's fucked up to see because in one night, in one moment of just not thinking, motherfuckers just like not ruined his whole reputation because let's not be overreact. Will Smith is going to get another movie in a couple years for sure. If even if it's not another movie by the end of this year, but it's just like now people just look at you different. Now people don't look at you as, oh, that's Will, you know, positive, and you know, I don't use curse words in my raps, and I made a bunch of money off of that. It's like you went up there, you cussed this motherfucker out. I'll oh, keep my name, my wife's name, out your fucking mouth. Like that's one. That's some. That's some block shit. And we know you ain't from the block, and you not you not really. That's not what you are. You not you're not that type of guy. So why are you sitting there doing that? That's not you. Like because of the responsibility you have to the black community, and I don't care that like people shouldn't look up to you. They do. You have a responsibility as a person with a voice, and who people know, and millions of people know. You have a responsibility to. Provide a good role model. Now, you don't have to, but you do have a responsibility to, to do that because you have that power. And you just let that shit go. To smack Chris Rock, another legend. To make him another legend in, in this in this comedic, comedy thing where there's not a lot of good black comedians like that. That are up there. There's a lot of good black comedians, but there's not a lot of ones that are on that level of a Chris Rock. On that level of a Dave Chappelle. That's the That's the list. On that level, that's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So you're, again, demeaning another black man for what? A joke? If the joke really bothered you that much, you, you go speak to him like a real man after, away from the cameras, away from all that, and say, hey, bro, keep your, my wife's name out your mouth. That's all you do. And that's, that's a great point. So the Academy, whoever is running their Twitter website <laughs> or whatever it is, uh, made a tweet saying that, the Academy does not condone violence of any form. Tonight, we are delighted to celebrate our 94th Academy Awards winners who deserve this moment of recognition from their peers and movie lovers around the world. And then somebody named Marshall Herskovitz, uh, who is apparently a member of the Academy. Mm -hmm. I call upon the Academy, of which I am a member, to take disciplinary action against Will Smith. He's disgraced our entire community tonight. And that was uh, March 28th. So... Mm -hmm. When it comes down to it, bottom line, just to kind of not not wrap the situation up, but just make a make a clear point. What he did was wrong. Period. Um, the way that he reflected on the black community was ridiculously wrong, um, and and you made that point perfectly clear. When it really comes down to it as well, I think that personally, they should just revoke the comedians from the Oscars. Uh, there's no way that there should be a comedian telling jokes to people in a harmless way if they're going to be in danger of somebody coming up and hitting them. And and there's been other comments from other um, celebrities and other actors and um, comedians as well. Like Jim Carrey said that if he was hit like that the next morning, he would be filing a $200 million lawsuit. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, um, 
50 Cent made that post that, oh, when I win an Oscar, I got a couple people I want to hit. So now you're setting an example for other people. And And even if it's a joke, joke, even if it's a joke, it's still the reality of the matter. You know what I mean? And you know what Chris Rock should have did? He should have whooped that nigga ass. Yeah, big bong. But yeah. It's just like, I mean, and I mean, like, I'm only saying that because, like, that's what they do at other comedy shows. I remember somebody tried to, you know, Rush the stage at a com a comedian comedian named DC Young Fly. They tried to get get up on the stage, and him and his boys whooped dude ass. And guess what? I bet you he ain't gonna run up there no more and try to and do something. That's honestly, and and I'm not trying to con- condone violence because truthfully, I actually think that um, Chris Rock really did the right thing. Yeah, because this was completely unprofessional. I believe I believe he did exactly the right thing, and and I'm. I'm. He didn't I'm even press charges either. No, he didn't press charges, and I'm and I'm happy that he did it that way. I'm actually very happy that he did it that way. He was setting like, an example, and he was. He was setting an example, and like truthfully, I know I said, yeah, you should whoop the dude ass, but like, that's the way to handle it. You're a tr- that's how you a true professional handles whatever. He's like, you know, whatever, and I'm sure that was embarrassing for him and his family, but like he said, I have a job to do. I'm gonna do my job. Yeah. And there has to be one, I, I mean, this has got to stop. Why is there no security at the at the bottom of the damn stage? Yeah, I don't like, know how we'll, they even let Will because, just walk up there. Because Will, Will Smith walked up there. We all we all know what Kanye did to Taylor Swift way back when. I remember one time at that same show actually, Jay Z and Alicia Keys did a performance, and then Young Young um it wasn't Young and May. Oh, what is this? Oh, damn! I can't remember her name. It's just a girl who came up with the lips lick uh lipstick was popping. The lip gloss is popping. Shit, what's after, that one? My it's lip called, gloss my, is popping. Yeah, catch yeah. me after school. What you know about me? What you what you know? Lil Mama. Lil Mama. Lil Mama hops on the stage while they're while they're performing and just is dancing and like, oh, I'm from New York too. And it's like, where the hell is the security? Yeah, but what were they expecting in reality? What were they expecting to come from that? As from well, him no, 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 seriously, like no, since they let this happen. Oh like, yeah, he was, let this happen. He was going up there to smack the shit out of right, dude. and they knew no, that that was happening. It. Everybody was just watching too. Hey, Nobody what, stopped it. Hey, guess what though? You know what it did, and I hate to say it, but we're talking about the fucking Oscars. Because you yeah. think we would have talked about the Oscars today if they if, no, if, if he wouldn't not. have smacked his ass? Because I don't give a fuck not. about the Oscars. I, I said to start this segment, fuck the Oscars. Fuck the Grammys and fuck the Academy Awards. Fuck them all. Because they, they, they're they on bullshit. Yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, When it comes down shit. to it, can't condone violence. Absolutely We cannot not. condone violence, especially no. in a professional situation. Yeah. Especially for a harmless joke. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when it really, really comes down to it. for the comedians out there, real shit. If you see all the comedians that are that are out there right now talking about this situation... I don't know if you've seen some of these videos. I've seen a couple. They're going in. Absolutely. On For the, the comedians out there, real shit, have some security. Like yeah. y'all, like you you guys have enough money to have some security on yeah. stage so that if somebody rushes you, you ain't gotta do nothing because the security is gonna handle it. Right. Because that's utterly ridiculous, bro. That is ridiculous. That man's just walked up on stage and, did and that. smacked yeah. dude because he told a joke. And again, I want to say this part too. Was the joke in bad taste? Maybe. Right. I can I can feel if you were offended by the joke. Right, but I don't think he's misogynistic because of it. 
Misogynistic. Whatever. Somebody said he was misogynistic. You know how many people are saying that that Chris Rock is Chris Rock is misogynistic because of the joke, because of his vulgar profanity. Oh my God, God damn! We're not going to get being so fucking sensitive. I know we're not going to get that into that too much. No, we're not going to get into that too much though. It's been said. I really wanted to talk about though with the time that we have left. I wanted to segue into the fact that in a situation like this specifically. A lot is happening in the sense of a relationship or an open relationship. And when it comes down to it, I think that most relationships are very one-sided. And most relationships are, especially in this situation, there's a lot of, I need, I need, I need, but I'm not willing to give the same... the same thing that I'm asking for. Absolutely. Well, because if you want protection, you should be able to give protection. And I'm not saying women should be out there trying to protect their man, but in a way you should be, right? Because a real woman, a real person who's your who's your who wants as good for you as they want for themselves are gonna be like, Stop you. Hey babe, don't don't go through that. That's ridiculous. There's a been a bunch of times. I've been places when I was with my ex and I was about to beat somebody ass. And it's like Bro, we, we're, we'll just leave because I don't want you to put you in that situation where something could happen to you or you get in trouble of any way. And if like that's what a real partner would want to do. A real partner is going to want the best for you as much as they want for themselves. And I agree with you. A lot of people come into and not just women because we're not going to do that. A yeah. lot of people, men, women and, you know, other uh, come into relationships and they just, it's me, 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 me. They expect things. I want you to cook for me. I want you to clean for me. You better give me, you know, that Gok Gok 3000 every day. You better like, have money. You, you better, better have money. for things. You got to pay for things. Like, that's how people think. And it's like, but what, what when you, whenever you, you think about and visualize what you want in a partner and you write all those things down, you should be like, can I provide those things as well? Right. Because I, I shouldn't be asking for something I can't provide. Exactly. Exactly. If you can't provide all the things that are on your list that you want for, from a partner to them as well, then you're asking, one, you're asking for too much, and two, you're being unrealistic. I think it was explained best to me um, by somebody I, I knew for a short amount of time. We don't really talk anymore, but in a relationship, it's like you're feeling two love banks. I mean, it, it sounds corny, but in the sense of you shouldn't even be concerned about what well, you should be concerned about what the other person is bringing to the table in the sense of like emotional wise and security wise. Yeah. But materialistic wise, that shouldn't even be a thing in the sense of how can I sit here and fill my partner's love bank up? Instead of what can my partner do to fill mine up? Because if both parties are feeling the same way about that situation, okay, I want this person to do this, I want this person to do this, and then the other party is also saying, I want this person to do this, I want this person to do this, then what is really getting done at this point besides just a bunch of desires being thrown on the table? Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, especially now, you know how prominent divorce is? Yeah, it's very prominent. People get married young and then they just get divorced almost immediately. People get into a relationship, have kids, get married and just think that, oh, well, this is this is how it's supposed to be, even though we actually don't love each other. We actually don't even give a shit about each other. It's ridiculous, bro. And that's the thing. It's like, 
for me personally, right? I'm not looking to be anybody's sponsor or anything like that. I'm looking for like a partner that has something going for their lives as well. If if that's what I want, right? When I do want a, a a relationship and everything, that's what I want. I want somebody who wants to do for themselves as much as I want to do for myself. Because if you like, if you're you don't have anything going on for you, then you're gonna drag me into a point where I don't have anything go, anything going for myself. Why would you pay full price for a used car? Absolutely. Why would you do that? Sincerely. No, it doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. And that's why, like, for me, bro, like, I know a lot of dudes is like, oh, I need a bro to cook clean and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't need you to do that shit. I'm, one, I'm an excellent cook. I love to cook. That's one of my favorite things to do. Like, that's, that's another discussion, though. You learned how to do those things, found out that you like doing those things because besides your OG and your mom, you, you didn't have anybody to do that for you because absolutely. now... In this day and age, and I am right now specifically talking about women, yeah. this moment, that things are not being reciprocated. It's the fact that I want this to happen, but it, but I don't want to reciprocate anything for you. It's just, you know, you want to have sex with me, so you have to do this, this, and that for me. I think that's bullshit. I think that's ridiculous. I mean, and like, that's the thing too. Like, I think one reason that that is, is because we as men over time put sex on a pedestal right and we were like oh sex is the only thing that matters oh i can't wait to and they were like oh okay well then you got to do this that and the other to get it and people were just doing that and then it became a habit and then what happens with a habit when a habit forms you expect it so now every time you know a young lady is speaking to a man it's like well he has to do this that and the other to, have to get to have some right. sex because sex is the most important thing. And it's just like, we put ourselves in that position, unfortunately. And I can't really like... But I don't think we put ourselves in well, that position. maybe not me no, and I you. Think, I think... No, no, no. I think men over time have Absolutely. put themselves in that position, giving um, these females, you know, the perception that they do because of past experiences. I don't think I that mean, we specifically let's, let's be, did that. Let's be honest, right? So, like, back in the day... You couldn't crack unless you married Shorty. So you would literally, like, it's a different time now. Yeah, but that, that's but a like, totally different time. But and no, that's but when, think about that's that, when women either had a, a small job or usually stayed at home with the kids and cooked and cleaned the house. Cool. That's awesome. But guess what? To hit. Those were the times. You know what dude had to do? He had to support the family. If you like it, then you should have put a ring. He had to marry Shorty. So, like, again, sex on a pedestal. That there's a song called P Power out right now, and I'm I'm not gonna say what the P stands for, but you guys already know. That should tell you already. He says the P has power. The P has power. That's the that's the chorus. So again, <laughs> this is what we have done. We have put sex on a pedestal, and because we put sex on a pedestal, they're like, well, yeah, you have to do this, that, and the other. It doesn't make that right though. Oh, well, we didn't say right. I told you what's happening, what the what the reality of the situation is. We, you know, it's not right. It's not cool. You know, like, I, truthfully, and that's the thing, bro. Sex has become such a thing, like a currency. Sex has become a currency. And because sex has become a currency, I have to really do something with it because of the way we look at it now 
because it's so because for so many people it's so important that's why you have the porn industry being one of the biggest industries in 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 the, in the world right that's why you have only fans girls there's a um, probably a thousand that you know of right but they all make a lot of money because they can because sex has become a currency that's why when you watch a a cologne commercial they're basically fucking on on, on screen yeah and then it's true. like Last, uh, what was it? Calvin uh, Klein. Like, Giorgio Armani, this guy jumps down from, like, a, uh, a, what's it called, a cliff into the water and then swims to this woman and then they just start, like, making out right. on the or, beach. Or, like, or, and, and, then they, and then, like, they always say the name, like, super seductive. It's like, Calvin Klein. Electro. It's like... Obviously, sex every, sells. Sex sells. Sex sells, but in a relationship standpoint, I just don't think, I just don't think that... It's currency out. for them, too. Bro, okay, you want to hear something crazy, right? I I know that this happened because it's happened to me before, right? I was in a relationship, and Shorty was like, can you take out the garbage? I'll give you some. Guess what my black ass did? Went to go take out the garbage. That's what... that. But we don't think about it like that. You don't think about it like, how many times have you been with a Shorty? And it's like, oh... Can you do this, that, and the other? You know, I'm I'm gonna make it like worth your while. How many times have you heard that? A lot. And I've also heard a lot of times as well. Well, I'm not gonna be with this guy unless he's got money. I'm not gonna be with this guy unless he does something for me. I'm not gonna be with this guy. You know what I mean? It's because, just like and because they they're thinking in their head, well, he's gonna pay, and he has to have money because my sex is so great that like. It's worth paying for. But then at that point, I believe that men are second class citizens. I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree with you on that. I mean, I mean <laughs> again, it's unfortunate because our predecessors gave them this power and there's nothing that you can do to, we can do to take it back. Cause guess what? Yeah, besides break the cycle. Okay, and you're gonna be, you know, Having a, a lot of nights with Palmanetta. Bro, you there. know how many times, sincerely though, and I and I and I will say this, you know how many times that when I was when I was younger, sincerely, somebody that just completely repulsed me and how they acted with their attitude and stuff like that, I would much rather jerk off than than sleep with them. I'm not gonna sit there and lower myself as a person and as a human being for sex. So as much as you're telling me that men in general or that our predecessors have have set this persona up mm -hmm. for men in general. It's not going to degrade me as a person. I'm not going to sit here and say, okay, I'm going to do this, this, and that just so that I can get something like this when everybody knows I can do it my fucking self. So, Mr. Still, can I ask you a question? Go ahead. How many men do you know that are like you? Not a lot. Okay, so, again, this, this is the point, and I'm not saying that you're not, uh, that you're wrong about it. You have said nothing that is wrong. No, I understand. I agree with you, but I at understand. the same time, hey, not many people would rather have a night but, with a bad chick but I'll or Palmanetta. I feel like people do. I, I feel like a lot of people feel that the same way that I'm feeling. It's they just, do. They, they don't just know don't how have to the conduct they, it. They don't have the cojones to go through with that because guess what? At the end of the day, they're like <sighs> Palmanetta, real thing. Palmanetta, real thing. You know what? I'm just going to give this shorty what she wants, and then I'm just going to go get the real thing. 
that's how that's how a lot of people think. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I don't believe in that whole concept of happy wife, happy life. I'm sorry. Not I, sorry. I can tell you that my life was a lot happier when she was happy. So, oh, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that <laughs> your life is not going to be easier and less stressful. But I'm just saying that it's just not. I just don't like that option. Hey, I, I, I think that there's plenty of other options that you can take, and that's just not an avenue that I want to go down. I'll be honest. I will tell you this, right? Because at that point, I'm losing respect for myself. I'm losing respect in the situation. It doesn't that's have to true. be a power gain. I'm not concerned about the power gain. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm more concerned about the fact that now this relationship is becoming to a point where it's now solely based on a transfer of material or transfer of what... I have to do to get something in return, but when it really comes down to it, like it follows back to, is that we should be just doing it because we are in the relationship and we care about this person, not because we are resulting in something that we want. I understand you, but can I be honest with you? When I was like living with my ex, right, and all my friends would tell you this, I was kissing ass. Because it was better for me to kiss some ass and maybe my dignity be a little hurt. But that's a situation that you home. put yourself in. Absolutely. Whatever. I did. Guess what? I would kiss some ass and do what the fuck Shorty wanted me to do so that when I was home, I had some fucking peace. And I could, you know, kick it and, you know, smoke and drink and be happy and not smoke and drink because I'm upset. So you are a living perfect example of how men specifically or women in a situation of how the relationship goes down mm -hmm. that they're perfectly comfortable with living in a toxic relationship 1000 percent. because That's guess up, what it wasn't toxic when we were when she wasn't upset so hey the least that i can make her upset the better it is for me but that's so toxic that means... thinking you've even explained before that you weren't able to do certain things and guess just what? because of that relationship that's why i'm single right now but at the same time when i was in it you gotta do hey you got to do to survive. Yeah, I don't know. It's all I think about a, survive. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I think that's a very weak mentality of thinking. I don't think it's very... I wouldn't say that it's the way I would uh, encourage my fuckers to do. But at the same time, if you're in that situation... I'm not saying that's what... Because in my present mind, would I have done that? I would have just removed myself from a relationship earlier. If it got to that point, right? But at that point in time... What made me cool was that if i kissed the little ass she would be cool and that way i can go and come as i please and have a good time and be cool when i'm there you know what i mean no i i understand what you're saying i'm just not comfortable with the scenario I sincerely i mean and that's that's something that we're just not going to agree on because i i mean i'm not saying that a relationship is going to be perfect 24 7 and i'm certainly not saying that both sides of the relationship are going to have the same exact ideas and how this relationship is supposed to go. But what I am saying is that if you're going to degrade somebody and you're going to disrespect somebody based off of what you know that is a human nature, then at this point, that is a toxic relationship. And yeah. you're, I mean, it's, 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 <laughs> there's no reason to be a part of. Absolutely. I mean, sincerely. I, well, I do agree with that. I, de I definitely understand where you're coming from and I agree with you. It's just like, that was 22-year-old Aaron and 22-year-old Aaron was shot. Do we have to do?
Shit, it's just the long and the short of it, cuz. Well, but uh, you let us know. Um, yeah, let us know what you listeners. think. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you agree with, you know, Kid Iso or, you know, Mr. Still over here. This fucking poser guy. Poser? I'm just telling it how it is, dude. I know. When it I really know, comes I down know. to it. You I know, know I don't put uh, I don't put sex on a pedestal like that. I mean that's that's the truth. And again, that's why I said. Do you know a lot of people like you, motherfucker? No, I no. don't. Fuck is he talking about? But I guess we'll just kick it off right there. I really appreciate everybody for uh, tuning in and listening. Uh, you got your host Blake Steele and my amazing host over here. Can I so? Thank you again for liking, sharing, and subscribing. And please tune in next week for another episode and your daily dose of dose reality. Thank you. I loved and I lost. lost. She called me the strong. The strong. Pussy when I was. I would throw how much she cost. She I can't.